from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hey, hey. welcome race fans. Ron Miller, Scott Hammer, and a special guest sitting in the wings, um, Scott Warner. Um, and I'm sure that name doesn't mean anything to you folks yet. But before this show is over, you're going to be very comfortable with him. Show for uh, Thursday, June 25th. Lots to talk about tonight. This has been a crazy week. Lots to talk about. I'm excited about what uh, we're going to be talking about here first. Uh, but coming up later on tonight, we'll have uh, the latest on the Ohio Sprint Speed Week, uh, the Bubba Wallace stuff, all the news that is uh, fit to print. Uh, i got to thank Ron Miller Race Cars in Lambertville, Michigan. I don't want to start the scroll yet because that's going to give give things away. We're going to have to have our guest talk first. Um also, thanks to Dean Henry, Big D's Pizza, and Clyde. Mention the Hammerdown Race Report. Save 10% off any order. Give them a call, 419-547-1444. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway, just north, north of uh, Wasian. Fastest meet to race every Saturday night. We've got a full show coming up this Saturday with late model sportsmen, bombers, and compacts. Also, uh, Kester Mowing. Gives you know what, Scott? We ought to get a couple more racetracks to sponsor our show. We, well, we give them free plugs anyway, so I, yeah, you're right. You work yeah. on that for me. Okay, I'll see what I can do. All right. Uh, give Steve Kester a call for our, your lawn and landscaping needs, mowing, seeding, fertilizing, insect, weed control, and a lot more. He does all kinds of stuff, does great work. Uh, give him a call, 419-466-3801. That number will uh, show up in the scroll. Uh, that'll be coming up shortly. I haven't started it yet. Uh, tell him Hammer Down Racing Report sent you. So uh, should we bring in our, our guest now? Yeah. Okay. Let's pop uh, Scott Warner in here. And uh, I'm not even going to, we're, we're not even going to introduce you or anything because you have an announcement to make. We're just going to let you go straight into the announcement. And then uh, we'll talk to you after that, ask you some questions. And if uh, any of our listeners have questions, feel free to put that or uh, leave them in the comments here on our uh, Facebook Live if you're uh, part of our live audience here tonight. So without further ado, Scott, it's all you. I'm going to, you're going to be filling up the screen here. It's all you. Ah, thanks. Um, yeah, I want to thank Scott and Ron and, um, you know, everyone to allow me to come on to uh, the show to make this announcement. What we're here to do tonight is announce that we are opening Millstream uh, this year. Um, we'll be opening probably uh, later in the summer, closer to the end of August. Um, we're working with um, the health department to get those types of things uh, sorted out and uh, all the other things that we have to do now with um, with COVID. And, and really the other thing is the track has been um, a little bit dormant for a while. So we're trying to um, you know, get uh, all the facilities back up in order the way they need to be to, uh, to do a show. But um, to me, uh, Millstream has always been a, a Sunday show, so it will continue to be on Sundays, uh, Sunday night. Uh, we'll start it earlier, um, probably starting racing at 6. And um, our goal, um, as I think you, know, you all talked about this before, um, we need a short night. We need to do um, uh, get done by 9.30, be out the door. Uh, we have a joke around uh run a facility sometimes that is run a two-day show. We're not going to run a two-day show, one that starts on Sunday and ends on Monday. We're going to keep it uh, short so people like myself who have families uh, can get the kids back home and, and get them ready for school. And um, uh, we're looking forward to it. I'm, 
I've been around racing uh, quite a bit. Most people don't know who I am. Um, I don't have a promoter's background or anything like that. I just have a, a passion for racing and had an opportunity to help out to open a track. Uh, perfect timing for, um, for quite a few people for me to do that. So I've um, been very excited uh, to make this announcement. Plus, um, we've seen a lot of people um, comment about the track, wanting the track to reopen, uh, wondering what's going on, and um, there's a lot of support behind it. There's probably a couple weeks ago they changed the we changed the picture on the Facebook page and had over 200 comments or 200 likes and lots of comments, and it shows there's a lot of interest in the track, and, and we're happy to put it to put it back on Sunday nights and, and get racing. It's um, probably we'll run the first show or we're anticipating running uh, 410s, 305s, and uh, bombers with the Fremont uh, trucks would be what we'd like to do. And then um, second show, uh, more than likely, will be 410s with the late models and, uh, again, run the bombers with the uh, the trucks. Um, that's at least our tentative plan for now. Well, we're excited excited to hear that and uh, looking forward to some racing. I know you and I have uh, been talking quite a bit over the last uh, few months about things, and this whole uh, COVID-19 thing is kind of throwing a little bit of a monkey wrench into the plans. I mean, I'm sure that originally uh, would you have considered starting a little earlier in the season if it wasn't for all the uh, social distancing guidelines? Um, we probably wouldn't have been able to go any faster than what we are. Um, you know, the, because the track had been dormant for so long, the first time I was down there, there was more green on the racetrack than dirt. Um, so we, you know, we've had to do a lot of work there. Um, we've had some vandalism to the facility. Um, we had a family of raccoons in, uh, live in one building. We had, we think a squatter was living in another building on the property. Um, the <laughs> Did you charge water, rent? <laughs> Uh, no, not yet. We knew it was. Uh, so, you know, part of the first phase was just securing the property. I know um, somebody had been out taking pictures of the track and posted those online back when there was a lot of green on the track. Um, at that point, you could probably walk on it pretty easily. Um, but now we've secured things and, and have a little bit tighter security. But in that process, um, the water truck had been vandalized to the point where um, we can't use it. Um, it's, uh, so we got to uh, do something different with the water, with another water truck and things like that. So, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it. The bathrooms have been one of the things that people have commented on. So we got to uh, make sure that we get those squared away. We have a whole nother issue with bathrooms, um, because of social distancing. If you're a guy, um, the way we go, it's hard to get six feet apart. So we got to make some provisions with all that good stuff. Um, so we're going to make it right. Um, I, said this a, a couple people, you know, our, our goal is to crawl, then walk, then run with the track. So, you know, the first night out is going to be, um, will be new for me uh, when it comes to you know, how everything goes. We have people that have experience around us uh, to help, but, um, you know, it's going to be perfectly imperfect the first night. And then um, we take everything from the first night, regroup, um, reassess, and then when we go to the second night, uh, be a little bit better than the first, and then at the end of this year, we'll evaluate how it how it goes and um, decide what goes on for the next year. I've known Scott to our listeners. I've known Scott for a lot That's of years. Scott. He helped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that where there he is. That's, yeah, That's Scott. Yeah, I've known Scott for a lot of years. Uh, probably twenty years ago, you helped Steve 
as crew chief on his race car. I know you're a huge race fan, um, and that plays well into it. And uh, your marketing degree uh, is is a big deal, and uh, I think that'll definitely help you. I, I see on the messages on the side, a lot of people are concerned uh, about who uh, who's going to be actually running the racetrack, what your title's going to be. Are you uh, just a manager or, 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 or do you have a vested interest in the racetrack? Uh, and what are your long-term goals? Sure, I've leased the track. Um, so I've, I've leased, um, you know, we have a lease in place, so I'll be promoting. Um, so it's, it's solely on my shoulders to make that part of it work. Um, like any good organization, you gotta put some really good people around you to make it work. So that's kind of uh, the track we're on, but uh, yeah, it's, it's leased to me. Um, so that's a little, um, it, the track is still with the same owners, but it's leased to me. Let me ask you this question. Why did you decide to take this on? Uh, it's kind of a, a big endeavor, I would believe. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it has a lot of reasons. Um, one is I hate to see it set. Um, it sat for too long. I remember going there when I was younger um, it was a great Sunday afternoon uh, for me and my family to go down and watch racing. Uh, a lot of people love that track, and a lot of people are attached to that track for a lot of reasons. Um, Passionate about that track. Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's a shame to see it set. So um, I was in a fairly unique position to do that. Um, my background is in operations. That's what I do on my nine-to-five job, so to speak. So, um, you know, getting the track around that kind of fits into what my background is. Um, and uh, I love racing. I mean, I absolutely love racing. Um, you know, last week I was at Attica watching the races, races and sat to Big D's Pizza. Um, you know, I've been out to Oakshade. Hopefully, any luck might be out there Saturday night. Um, so it's, um, you know, I just, I'm just an all around race fan. So it seemed to make sense for me. I have two kids that are, I have two boys that are very into racing. Um, my wife is going to be involved uh, in that. She's in the marketing side of, uh, of the business. So I have a daughter who is seven, but she wants to be uh, in concessions. So the whole family is involved. I also need to thank a lot of people that have already been at the track working. There are some people that have worked their tails off to get to where, we at, where we're at right now. Um, the neighbors around the area have been great. It's amazing how many people just drive up to the track and just want to know what's going on. We don't have to sign up or anything like that. They see us out mowing or, um, you know, working on the track or working on signs or what have you, and, and people just want to know what, uh, what's happening. We did have one guy who thought it, was, it could have been a football field. He didn't know much about the track, but everyone else knows exactly what it's there for, and uh, they just want to see it open. They want to they see race cars rip around the track as much as I do, um, and it's a unique place because uh, from a social distancing um, aspect, we're different than most because we can put a lot of people in lawn chairs and we can put them all the way from the entry into the pit area all the way through turns two and one and then meets up against the grandstands and then they can sit also in the hills on turn four so you can mark your spot on the hills and um you know sit there and watch the race you don't have to sit in the grandstands i think our capacity is probably greater in the hills than it is the actual grandstands so we can fit a lot of people there so it'll be easy to space out again uh we're talking to scott warner who is uh the promoter of mill street speedway opening up later on this summer if, if you're just joining us um you talked a little bit about uh, the state of the facilities uh what is the Currently, how, how does uh, the track look? How's the facilities? I mean, how much more work do you have uh, to go before opening up later this summer? 
Um, the track is looking much better. Um, we finally got um, it all kind of turned over and um, you know, all the greens off and going through trying to break up some of the larger clumps. Interestingly enough, you know, this track has been around forever, but still it pushes up huge stones. So we're still picking up a lot of stones out of the track. Um, we're trying to get the infield uh, prepped. There's, um, for people that aren't familiar with the track, it's a sister of Eldora. It's laid out the same. There's a pit road that goes through um, toward the front stretch, uh, which we're going to be utilizing for uh, push-offs during uh, uh, qualifying for the sprints. So they're going to push off from the front, front stretch or front uh, pit road. Um, so we're trying to get that. There used to be, and there still is, a, a go-kart track in the center, along with there was a quad track there, too, that had some jumps. So uh, trying to prep that out. And now we're working on part of the outer facilities with uh, the pit area and all the things that uh, just haven't seen much attention, uh, you know, in the past few years and uh, we're just putting it back together. But it, the facility itself, the bones of the facility are very good. Very, very good. There's no issues with that. Scott, I, I'm seeing that we're getting a, a lot of questions uh, in our scroll over here. Um, I think maybe uh, Mr. Hammer, if you don't have a problem, I'm going to give out my cell phone number too. And if somebody wants to ask Scott a question, um, we can uh, we can ask that question through our switchboard. Uh, be a whole lot easier if we were back <laughs> in our main studio, but we're we're stuck with this. And uh, I want to uh, accommodate our listeners as much as possible. And I know they've got some questions. So what, uh, what number you want to give? They can call us at 419-279-0100. And uh, we have operators standing by. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, answer the phone. There you go. Maybe. There's the number. We'll put that up on He's the screen. Ron's number. Give him a call all night. Um, <laughs> any? Uh, is there going to be anything different fans can expect to see at the track uh, this year? Any improvements you're going to be making, or are you just strictly fixing up uh, what's there to, to be able to go race? Uh, from the spectator side, probably uh, it's going to be very similar to what they've experienced in the past. Uh, not a lot of changes there. We've talked about um, uh, changing some of the things that uh, we do on the track. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things that we are going to, uh, try is making, um, the restarts work a little different. There won't be a, a cone. There won't be a white line. The cars will, um, get, uh, they'll start from, uh, the flag stand. So you get the green from the flag stand. Once all the cars are on the front straightaway and go, we've seen where some people have, um, let's say, uh, not been on the flat, so to speak in the corner and jump on the gas. And then all of a sudden you, you pile up a bunch of cars right on the start. So, we like to sort that out a little bit. Um, we want to do double file restarts um, to make it a little bit more exciting to give somebody a chance to jump up in some spots. Um, and when there's a caution, uh, the, the field really freezes. So it's not like the leader gets to go to the front. The leader is where, um, where the, the lap cars will be intermixed with the, the cars that um, uh, are behind the leader. So that's something a little different. Um, so um, you know, those are the types of things we want to try in the future, probably not this year, but in the future, we're talking about running a, um, a 25 lap, let's say 25 lap, uh, bomber, uh, truck race where during one portion during any time you want, you have to come in and perform a one tire pit stop. So they've come down pit road in the front 
And these guys will have to do a pit stop uh, on uh, somewhere on the left-hand side of the car, probably left rear or left front, whatever. But then we'll witness that. And they can do however they want to do it. Um, whatever tools they want to bring, uh, go ahead and, and give it a go. But uh, probably won't be this year, probably next year. I, I don't Scott, know what I think of our listener, <laughs> One of our listeners is asking if there's any chance uh, of, of a third Jenkins Memorial, which was kind of a, a trademark race for this, uh, for Millstream. Uh, I haven't discussed it, but uh, be more than willing to, um, to have the conversations. Um, uh, that is one good point I should, I should point out. I don't have any connection to um, any of the past history of the track. I, I don't know much about past promoters or anything like that. So some of the races that went on, I'm not familiar with, uh, which sounds kind of odd, but um, I'm kind of coming into this from a different, uh, a different view. But yeah, if it makes sense, we'll do it for sure. I'm open, I'm open. So uh, I want to see people back. I want to see them in the stands, be happy. And if, if, um, if there's something they're connected to, let's try it. Oh, I know and that, I, and I'm sure you'd like. At the end of the day, you'd like to make a few bucks. Um, well, yeah, I, I'm. I'll give a lot of credit to the tracks that race without fans in the stands because for us that would not work. That was a very that was a no go for us. But it, it just it didn't work. Um, and, and I give a lot of credit to those. Um, I know. I think Sandusky, uh, Oakshade. Um, I think even Attica uh, did it. Um, I don't know how. Uh, that's tough. That's really tough. So yeah, we want to see. We love fans. Well, I know that uh, Ron Jenkins Memorial race brought quite a few cars. A lot of a lot of competitors it was a pretty big thing, and it had a lot of a local support from the racers out there as well. So that might be something to look at, maybe yeah. going forward. Um. So uh, one question that that may come up quite a bit. I know you said you're not familiar with the uh, previous owners and everything, or previous uh, promoters of the track. No, um, no, but uh, you know, we've seen promoters come and go over the, the past few years. The startup things are starting to look good, and then it just kind of stops. Uh, what, uh, what do you think is different this time that uh, you know we can see this as a long term deal? Uh, I, I guess part of my benefit is I, I don't really know um, what all happened back with others. Um, kind of focuses on, on going forward, and, and that's what we're going to do. And, you know, this, this year is really more of a, you know, we're, we're going to run a few races and see where we stand. We have an advantage this year because I think racing might go into later uh, into the season. Um, you know, I, we're still probably hopefully going to see football. I'm a big football fan, but um, I think uh, the county fairs or some of those are in jeopardy. Some have been canceled. The tractor pulls were canceled. Um, and I think it allows a lot of tracks to go a little bit deeper. And um, so we're going to see how, how that plays out. And then, um, I'm fairly pragmatic and, you know, I really want to evaluate what happens after the first race, what worked, what didn't work. I uh, want people's feedback um, on, on what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Constructive, of course, um, but I uh, want to get the feedback back from people. And then we uh, regroup, retool, and, uh, you know, we go on with the next show. And then, you know, we evaluate the end of the year. Then next year, we'll probably have uh, larger opportunities um, to, to do different things, but we are starting awfully late. So I don't want to, I don't want to try to completely reinvent a wheel yet. Um, we'll do that as we go. Scott, uh, we've got a listener that was just a little bit late to the party and asked a question. It's worth repeating. Um, what day are you going to run and what classes? Just real quick. 
Sure, uh, Sunday nights, it's a Sunday night track. Um, and then uh, the first show, what we're anticipating doing is 410 sprints, 305 sprints, and then running, which uh, my understanding was some really great racing, running street stock and then the Fremont trucks, you have to run what your local track has. So if the rules are what they are at Oakshade, and you're from Oakshade, that's what you run. If you're from Fremont, you run that. You can't be finding the best of both and, and putting them together. But my understanding was, I, that might be one of the pictures. I always get this mixed up. Which way I'm looking? That picture there is there two truck, a, a truck and a bomber. Yeah, and um, I think those guys battled it out pretty hard. So I'm looking forward to that. It, um, for anyone, that, uh, I have a little bit of a soft spot for bombers. I ran one for a little while. Um, and uh, so I always enjoy them. They're, they're unpredictable. They're fun to watch. Um, you just never know what's going to happen with the bombers. So uh, I, I love having those at the track. Uh, you mentioned uh, you have a lot of family involved that's going to be helping you out. Do you have anybody else in place as far as uh, officials uh, that are going to be running things or helping you uh, run things? Um, we are working on some of that. There's some people I want to speak to um, from, from that side of it, uh, from the competition and, and, and that side. Uh, I've been working on an announcer who uh, won't commit 100% because he says he drives part of the time. But um, that bastard. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, we're starting to fill in those. What we're going to do, um, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, in a week or two, we're going to post um, on our uh, web page and probably on the Facebook page open spots we're looking to fill. And if people are interested, if you worked at the track before, um, we'd like to hear uh, hear from you. you. You know, you guys have been there and done that. You put in your time. It's a track you're invested into. Uh, we'd love to have you back if, if uh, the spots work out. Um, and and so that's that's what we'd really like to do is, you know, we're not trying to make competition uh, or anything quite like that with any other tracks. You know, we're, we kind of know where we're at. We're on Sunday nights. We don't, um, you know, we're not really competing against everyone else. But we, um, I'm a fan, like I said, I was just at Attic last week. I go to uh, Fremont and uh, Oakshade quite a bit. Um, I'm, I'm a fan first and, and trying to help uh, get the track open second. Okay. And where can uh, people follow follow uh, the track to stay up to date? Uh, Facebook uh, is probably the best one. Um, the regular Facebook page for Millstream, there's quite a few people there. And then um, the, uh, the regular uh, email address or the um, uh, track uh, website is, um, I think it's just millstreamspeedway.net. Uh, there we go. And... Um, and we'll be updating those. We'll have the announcement up on those um, here in a little while. And I think we'll probably change the contact information over. Um, it'll be my contact information up there. So if anyone wants to get a hold of me, uh, feel free. Um, the easiest way to get a hold of me um, is, like I said, I, I do have another job, a regular job. So um, email me and I can uh, respond back. Um, but you can always call me too. Okay. I'm looking through some of our comments here to see if uh, there's any questions. If anybody does have a question uh, for Scott, again, uh, talking about Millstream Speedway uh, reopening later this year. What uh, was the – did you have a target date for that, did you say? End, end, of, um, end of August. There's a couple of days we have picked out. We still have a little bit of work to do with uh, some scheduling. We also need um, – our plan needs to be submitted to uh, the health department. The health department so far has been really good. Um and it really helped out having everyone else open up first because a lot of tracks um, went through phase one, phase two, phase three of how, how this thing works. The, the rules on how to show up for any event kept on changing 
every week. And, and in some cases, I felt you know, these were changing hours before an event. You know, you can have people, you can't have people. And uh, now it seems to have shaken out. There is still no single guideline from the state for racetracks. It's um, my understanding is we're going to need to follow ones from a fair, uh, like, a, uh, like a county fair, their guidelines plus non-contact sports. Um, everyone else seemed to have, uh, you know, the, the exact procedures in place on how to reopen. Um, but um, the biggest uh, areas that we have to work with um, uh, and cement our plan to is uh, how we're going to social distance, what is the bathroom situation, and how are we going to keep um, our hands sanitized and, and things like that. So those are the big ones. We are going to, uh, you know, we're, we're going to open concessions um, and hopefully uh, we might have to do a little bit, maybe a limited menu at first. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work. Um, but we will do, um, we'll do that. Okay. And any we're, idea? I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, you know, just being at some of the air tracks, uh, it seems like they've been able to do pretty much whatever they, uh, you know, they, they've done in the past for the most part. Is there any idea when, uh, when you think you'll know when that, that exact date is and what exact classes uh, you're going to run for that first show? Probably um, closer toward the uh, middle or end of July. It'll be a good month. We'll have a good month for everyone to know. With, uh, with all the other tracks uh, having uh, a good track record of, of what's, uh, what's going to, how, how they've been proceeding, your uh, health department down there should have a pretty good idea of uh, how to proceed and uh, what kind of restrictions you're going to have. Um, your area is not much different than Attica or Oakshade or Sandusky. So they, they should be able to lean on, on those health departments for good guidance. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they, uh, good point, Ron. They've, they've actually done that. Um, they've reached out to uh, at least one of the health departments that has uh, a track at it and um, uh, you know, kind of described what they've been doing. And um, it's like anything, um, you know, we're going to have to put in our plan what we're going to do. We have to write that down. And the biggest thing, when you write it down, you got to do it. So we can't write up something that we're not going to be able to do. And uh, everything we put in there, uh, we're going to be able to do. So um, that's uh, that's really the trick. I, I, I And, you know, the numbers in Ohio keep going up recently. Um, I know some of the other states have had some real issues. Um, I'm hoping that we don't see... Uh, something like come let, like that come back at us. Um, these are kind of like uh, black swans that have come out of nowhere and knocked us all off of our plans. And uh, sure. it's uh, right when you think you know what to do, it changes. Uh, I got a question here from uh, Jeff, and I think we talked about this. Uh, how about modifieds? Um, probably not this year, but um, Ron told me it's a good idea to do those. So um, <laughs> absolutely. So absolutely. Um, I, it, it's, um, I, I can see them coming, but it may not be in 2020. Okay. Uh, uh, the one thing we can comment on is, you know, we have, you know, Speed Weeks is coming up and you know, big shows and things like that. The, the, the track has hosted big shows in the past. And for us, I don't know if that's going to be um, something we want to do, uh, at least on a, you know, as we get started. There's a tremendous amount of risk. Uh, and bringing in a group like that um, financially up front and financially if it rains or something, you're going to be uh, on the hook. So um, I don't see, you know, anything for 2020 and probably not 2021. I'm not saying we'd never do that, but we're going to try to stick with what, um, you know, what we know and, and what works and where all the locals, you know, where do they race and 
have those cars come to our track. That's what uh, we want to do on Sunday nights. Uh, how about this? Uh, there's an Attica Oakshade late model series. Attica Oakshade Millstream late model series? Uh, sounds good. I yeah, I, would, I have no problems with that at all. I have not spoke to uh, any other tracks. Um, I, uh, I plan to. There's a lot of people I need to contact. It. And part of this has been we've needed to um, keep some things quiet. So I haven't been able to talk to a lot of people that I really want to talk to. So um, now that uh, you guys have spilled the beans on this little gig, uh, we can go ahead and, um, and I can really make some contacts. I bet you your uh, your email, your phone's going to start blowing up here over the next uh, week or two. Uh, what about uh, what about four cylinders? I don't know about those. Um, I, I don't. I just honestly don't know enough about them. Um, back when I raced, there was just bombers. I don't know much about the compacts. Uh, I did see, um, you know, Corey. Uh, uh, he, I think he had, the, you know, the pack pretty much covered most of last year, if I remember. Um, but, uh, they put on a good show. I just don't know. Uh, the other thing is uh, we, we, you know, you guys have talked about this too, is, um, we want to restrict the show so we can get people through at a reasonable time. So if we run too many classes, we're going to run into that two day show scenario that we're not wanting to do. So we want to start early. Um, it's, you know, we might be lucky to turn on the lights if we do this right. So, our goal is to get everyone, um, you know, hopefully out of the facility on the road um, well before 10, more like 9.30 or so. Uh, and so by doing that, we kind of have to keep the, the different classes that race every night smaller. But that doesn't mean we won't rotate through some of these classes as the summer goes on. Now, uh, you mentioned the uh, stocks and trucks. Uh, were you open it up for uh, Lima Eldora stocks as well? Um, that one I haven't thought about yet. Um, okay. I don't know the rule. I don't know the rules as well. So um, I, 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 I know somebody. That, I know somebody. I know somebody that does know the rules, and we can talk. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things still to be hashed out. Basically, what I'm getting. For, at. for sure. For sure. This is. Um, uh, there's a lot of work to do yet. We're we're not ready to go racing this weekend for sure. Uh, although the track looks like it's pretty good, but we have a lot of work to do. Uh, I'm still scrolling through uh, some of the comments here. Hope the owners succeed. Uh, I, I mean, have you been getting a, a lot of positive response from the people that have been stopping by? Uh, you know, are they? Did you tell them you're going to be opening, and were they excited? Um, we did not tell anyone we were opening. Okay. So they probably want to. The, the neighbors just think you're making it pretty. I think Scott froze. Oh, he did. This isn't good. <laughs> oh, it'll refresh in just a minute. He's he's probably got Buckeye cable. <laughs> That's probably sure. Wait, wait. No, we're not uh, bad mouthing anybody. Um, I'm still looking through uh, some of the comments here while we uh, hopefully get Scott back with us again. Yes, sir, yes, sir Mr. Shipley. Um, it may be a rotating schedule. Uh, late models uh, are certainly part of the yeah. rotation. Oh, I think we got Scott back. I hear it's strange again. was I, I never stopped moving. <laughs> you stopped on our screen. <laughs> that was your that was your internet speed, not mine. All right, we'll blame me. <laughs> fine. That's fine. What uh, what were we saying? Oh, I think uh, the last thing I asked you was uh, the people stopping by, but you didn't tell them. Oh yeah, no, we're just mowing the property. Um, but there we did have a. Um, 
We did have a uh, micro sprint on the track, um, just doing some testing and things like that. So there's been some people that have kind of known what's going on. I mean, you wouldn't normally prepare a track for uh, if you're just mowing the yard. Now, you did mention that you weren't, uh, at least for this year, and I don't know about next year, but uh, bringing any of the uh, uh, groups in, uh, sanctioned races, like uh, Sonia asked about the NRA Super Sprints. Uh, any plans maybe in the future for for that kind of thing? Uh, yeah, like I said, we're open to a lot of different things. I was at, um, I didn't make the Oakshade show. I think it got rained out that night and then they rescheduled, but I was at the Fremont one where the, uh, the non-wing boss cars were there and um, they put on, there we go, they put on a great show. That was great to watch um, uh, and, and uh, had a lot of people really excited. Um, so it, that'd probably be a series to, to consider coming. And as far as the rules go, are you going to have that, those posted once you get them hashed out on, on the website? Yeah, very much so. Um, <clears throat> we're just not there yet. Yeah. Uh, the comments just keep coming. Holy cow. I can't keep up. <laughs> paved it. I don't know about that one. What's that? Oh, somebody commented, paved, paved the track. I don't think oh. we're going to pave the dirt. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Chris Mize might want that, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he'd be a good one to talk to, too, about the, uh, the health department stuff. He's got a whole mm. Ohio coalition thing he's working on. Um, oh, there's a, yeah. Great Lakes traditional sprints. All right, people are just going to be throwing out all kinds of, uh, of uh, series that uh, they want you to run. But bottom line is uh, Millstream Speedway is going to be opening up late August. With, uh, and you said the first show is going to be probably 410s, 305s? Yep, and, and the bomber and trucks. The bombers. So, so three classes. Any idea of uh, start times, gate times, anything like that, or is it too early for, for anything? Um, it's kind of tradition on there. You can come in early, like on um, maybe Fridays, and mark your lawn uh, area if you want to sit somewhere out there. And um, that'd probably be the same for Saturday. And then, um, you know, I think we would – probably start hot laps roughly around five at this point and probably start the show as early as six and see if we can get it in in uh, three and a half hours. Okay. And you said uh, the plan is to uh, two or three races this year. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, we're kind of late starting. We're rookies at the wheel here. And, um, you know, we, I, what I don't want to do is over promise anything and under deliver. So we want to make sure what we do is, is um, above uh, board. Everyone knows um, you know, when we're going to go, what we're doing. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a whole community down there that needs, um, that needs to know what we're doing and, and seeing and believing that the track's going to come back and it's going to be uh, run well. And, uh, you know, we have kind of a social responsibility for all that stuff, too. So it's to the to community, but mainly to the fans who, who have stuck with that track for such a long time. And also the competitors. I mean, if you look at the people who have raced at that track, um, it's incredible, absolutely incredible. So uh, it, it has so much history, and I'm uh, just happy to get it back open for everybody. I remember when I was working down there in the late uh, 90s, Casey Kane uh, was making his mark in a sprint car and before moving up to uh, the Cup Series. I Tony Stewart showed up one night. I think it was his rookie season in uh, Cup with his uh, dirt late model team. And <laughs> Dirt, ran, won the uh, dirt late model feature. I remember interviewing him and thinking, uh, "Man, this guy's shorter than I thought he was." <laughs> but, well, uh, we're, we want the next. We want the next group. I mean, that's part of the other thing. Um, 
you know, there's some guys out there who are really making connections with fans. And you had two of them on last week uh, with uh, Devin and with Misler. They, they do a great job. And I, we need more of that. We need more people to be engaged uh, in the whole sport. Um, Ron does a very good job. I brought last year into the pits uh, my boys and each of those guys had a couple more boys and, and Ron and Stevie let them kind of climb all over the car and understand it. Um, I think I was just in high school when uh, just finished in high school when I met Ron and uh, he let me uh, help him when uh, he jumped in another car for somebody. And then when he got his car back, he pushed me over to Steve and I helped him. And um, those types of connections that you can make are so important because we need more we need more people coming through. We need more interest in the sport. We need more cars on the track. And we need the, you know, everyone to understand what this is all about. This is some of the best people are in motorsports, the friendliest people. Um, and, you know, we just want to continue, uh, kind of continue that. Uh, and we kind of. We, we've got a lot of questions, Scott. Um, there, there's a few naysayers. And uh, I just want to assure people, and, and I've known Scott for a lot of years, and his managerial skills are excellent. Um, and he's not running the, the track for anyone. He's leased the track. Everything is gonna rise and fall on, on his abilities. And uh, one, one thing I would, I would ask Scott to do is, instead of using the royal we, um, use the term I, because everything is on you, royal we. <laughs> Well, there's, it, it, it takes everybody. It's going to take a village, but you have to have a leader to, to, to do that. So it is, um, you know, it is on me to make sure it works at the end of the night. So that's what we want to do. But it's a support of the fans and the racers as well. Well, it, the, the best thing that could happen is when people leave the track, um, we don't necessarily need to talk about the track. I want people talking about what just took place on the track, you know, what, what that race was all about, you know, the, the heroes, um, the stars, they're, they're all on the competitor side. And I, I want that to shine through. And the track is just kind of facilitates that. And so, they're, you know, I, I want them to enjoy the food. I want them to feel safe in the, in the facility. But really, um, I want them to really root for people and get involved in racing. You already kind of answered this question. When will the schedule be available? Uh, you said probably in about a month or so, end of uh, July, you'll announce yep. it's for this year correct yeah uh, correct everybody's throwing out uh ideas here rusty smith uh what about a ump sportsman show for a night i know that those uh, oakshade sportsmen are always looking for somewhere else to race too um probably through the rotation in 2021 there you go sewer wasn't there oh my goodness they just keep coming so uh yeah well uh i think we'll wrap it up there uh, Pretty much talked it to death here. Again, bottom line, Scott Warner taking over the reins of Millstream Speedway. Uh, hasn't seen action since, uh, I believe, it was 2016. And I think I was probably there for at least a couple of those events. Um, and one of them was uh, the Ron Jacobs Memorial. And uh, I think Tom Cole had mentioned there was like 59 uh, trucks and bombers or trucks and stocks uh, that were in the pits for, for that show. So it was a pretty, pretty big deal. And I know he well did. He did a lot of work putting uh, the purse together for that, and it was just cool that uh, the track hosted that kind of a, a deal for for a support class like that. But it, it's the sprints, it's the the late models that uh, definitely bring in the fans, the big a big chunk of the fans, I suppose. They also cost you a little more when you when you got to pay them, huh? Uh, yeah, but if you run it right, it's okay. Absolutely. 
Uh, and and if, if, if you've got nothing going Saturday night, come on out to Oakshade and we can give you a couple more pointers. I would appreciate that. And, and <laughs> maybe I'll even put you to work again. <laughs> I can do that too. While. So uh, uh, you can keep up to date on uh, the Millstream Speedway uh, Facebook page. People are shooting me messages here. Um, you can keep up to date on the Millstream Speedway Facebook page. Do you have a Twitter at all or just uh, Facebook at this point? No, we do. We have, um, uh, we have a Twitter. And, of course, I don't remember those things very well. But the, um, the Twitter is Millstream Race. Or, yep, it's Millstream Race. There's a couple of those. And then Millstream Speedway, but S-P-D-W-Y is the Instagram. Um, and uh, we're not... We're, we're slowly dividing that work out amongst uh, some of the family here. So we'll get um, updates on there uh, as they go. And of course, uh, millstreetspeedway.net is the uh, website. And you said that's going to be uh, updated here shortly. So impressively, yeah. they're going out uh, uh, about this as well in about 20 minutes or so. Yep. Yep. And then um, everyone needs to watch the show because we'll, um, you know, we'll probably uh, you know, post on our scroll down at the bottom what we're doing. Absolutely. Oh, and you'll oh. definitely, we'll, we'll definitely have you back as uh, as we get closer to uh, the mi the middle of August. Sounds great. Appreciate it. Yeah, when you get the details worked out for that first show, we'll definitely have you back on because I'm sure there's going to be more questions too. Like, uh, how come the modifieds aren't on it, or how come <laughs> how come I'm not racing? Uh, well, I, I'm uh, I'm smart enough to know I will never be able to please everyone. So, um, you know it. We're going to do what uh, what works best and uh, put on a good show for people and try to accommodate as many uh, different things as we can do. But really, at its core, it's a sprint car track. It always has been, and um, you know that's always part of the good shows. And uh, we'll bring in the others as uh, as we can. Definitely looking forward to hearing the uh, engines roar there once again. It'll be cool, as I'm sure a bunch of people in the Finley area, all over Northwest <laughs> Ohio and, and beyond, are, are excited. So, yep. Well, yeah, I don't know if you saw it, Scott. We had a racer from Columbus that uh, said if they run modifieds, he'll tow up from Columbus. I'd appreciate that. That so, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like a late model in his profile picture, though. Looks like an old school late model. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it well, does. Uh, Scott Warner, again, we appreciate the time and uh, good luck on things. And uh, keep, we'll keep in touch. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Warner, promoter at Millstream Speedway. Yeah. Thanks for being on, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for your help. So very cool news there. That is our major announcement for tonight was the Millstream Speedway opening up back up in 2020. Just when you thought 2020 was the worst year ever, you get some good news. And we some bring great it. news. Yeah. So, and hopefully this is a long-term deal. Uh, I know uh, he said uh, just a few races this year uh, and, you know, things are kind of difficult with uh, the COVID-19 restrictions and all that uh, to try and relaunch a, a, a track, I guess, uh, in these conditions. So we wish him the best and uh, hoping for a lot more races in 2021. I, I know, I know some of the information and Scott has taken a really big bite with this and, uh, I would ask all of our listeners and all of the fans as the word spreads around uh, to be as supportive as you can uh, of this endeavor. I, I it, it can be really great for racing. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know there's going to be a lot of, uh, 
lot of folks that have witnessed what's been going on down there and have kind of been uh, heartbroken with, uh, you know, people coming and going. But hopefully this one sticks. Fingers crossed. Hopefully they get one more chance at a first impression. Absolutely. So uh, we got a lot of other stuff to cover here. We do. I want to remind everybody to uh, make sure to follow us on Facebook, uh, also on Twitter at Hammer Report. You can also follow our YouTube channel and uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform. And that should be iHeartRadio, but we can also do Spotify and, and whatever else. Um, got some racing action to talk about from last week. Yeah, there yeah. was some. We got a lot of stuff to cover here. We'll kind of go through this stuff here. Uh, Tim Schaefer won his 18th career 410 sprint feature at Attica Raceway Park on uh, Friday. Matt Miller returned to pilot the Rick DeLong number three to uh, victory in the late model feature on Friday at Attica. And Paul Weaver, he had a good weekend. He fought off challenges from several drivers to claim the 305 feature on uh, Friday night. We'll talk about him again in just a minute. Oakshade Raceway hosted the Barney Oldfield race, his 31st annual and uh, Tyler Carpenter from uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, also a winner of the, uh, was it the Dirt, Gateway Dirt Nationals, came up and uh, put on a show with Rusty Schlank there to win that uh, 31st annual Barney Oldfield race. Uh, it was his very first uh, visit to the track, too. Your microphone's a little crackly there, Scott. I moved. How are we doing now? Oh, more better. More better? I just got to touch it there. This, oh, is our, okay. this is our high-tech equipment that we have because we don't. I don't have the station equipment anymore. Working from home. Uh, Rusty Smith continued his dominance in the sportsman uh, class, won his fourth consecutive feature. Adam Lance won the bomber A-Main, and I believe it was his first night out uh, of the year too. And uh, Corey Gum, who uh, wanted to get the compacts down there at uh, Mill Street Speedway, was the compact winner on Saturday at Fremont. Greg Dietrich won the bomber B-Main. Fremont Speedway was in action Saturday night as well. Cole Duncan opened uh, Fremont Speedway's 2020 season with a 410 feature win. Paul Weaver, told you we'd be talking about him again. He picked up another 305 feature win, so uh, he won Friday and Saturday. It was his uh, 52nd uh, career victory at Fremont Speedway. Sean Valeni, another guy we talk about a lot, had on the show a few times. He won the uh, dirt truck feature, and it was his 56th career feature win. Wow. Sandusky Speedway was also in action. Jaden McCall was the beginner spot, beginner stock feature winner for the second week in a row. Justin Stanley won the uh, Renegade feature. Johnny Newman was the pure stock feature winner. And Keddy Phillips won the uh, very first modified feature of the year. First time they had the modifieds out there this year. Phillips' name is pretty synonymous with that racetrack. So, yeah, that, that good deal. That, that checks out. Carson uh, Short won his first ever World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Series feature Friday night at Tri-City Speedway, or Tri-State, Tri-State Speedway. It was his uh, 11th World of Outlaw start. Carson uh, Macedo uh, took his car, I got a bug flying around me, <laughs> took his uh, Kyle Larson racing team uh, to victory on Saturday at Tri-State for the uh, $10,000 win. Next up for the World of Outlaws. Uh, Sprint Car Series is Jackson Motorplex, Friday and Saturday. I believe that's uh, up there in Minnesota. Uh, World of Outlaw, Morton Building, Late Model Series. Brandon Shepard won Friday night at Volunteer Speedway. It uh, was a uh, race that featured four different leaders. Zach Mitchell won Saturday night, leading the entire distance at Volunteer. I'm going to fly again. Uh, he collected the $10,000 win. It was his first uh, World of Outlaw career victory. 
Next up for the World of Outlaw Late Model Series is the Firecracker 100 at Lernerville Speedway in Pennsylvania tomorrow and Saturday night. Lucas Oil Late Models were also in action. Bobby Pierce dominated the uh, opening night of the General Tire Clash at the Mag. That was last Thursday night, a week ago uh, tonight, as a matter of fact. Point leader Jimmy Owens fended off uh, Josh Richards on night number two, the Clash at the Mag at Magnolia Motor Speedway. Owens went on to win again on Saturday for the uh, $15,000 main event. Next up for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series is uh, Tennessee Action Track 50 at four at 411 Motor Speedway. That's Friday night. And then uh, Talladega Short Track on Saturday. Ollie's Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions. Anthony Macri won the Keith Kaufman Classic at Port Royal Speedway. That was last night, Wednesday night. And uh, he did that over some uh, pretty big names. Kyle Larson, who's been very, very hot recently, uh, had to, he finished second. And uh, Aaron Reitzel was uh, third last night. Next up for the All-Stars is Volunteer Speedway in Tennessee. Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah, second place had to be a letdown for Kyle Larson. I know. <laughs> there was a rumor, too. I don't have this in my notes because it is just a rumor about uh, Tony Stewart is interested in uh, putting Kyle Larson in one of his uh, cup cars next, or I believe next year. So nothing I'd love confirmed. to see it. He, just he, a he definitely deserves it. I know that uh, Stewart is a supporter of uh, Larson. Uh, the Arkham Art Series was in action at Talladega on Saturday. Drew Dollar picked up his first series win. He uh, avoided some incidents there in the final laps uh, to pick up that victory. Arca is going to be at Pocono tomorrow night, Friday, at 6 p.m. on FS1. Uh, another uh, first-time winner was in Saturday's Xfinity Series race at Talladega. Justin Haley got a bump from his teammate to take the lead and uh, the win. That was Saturday. The Geico 500 Cup race was rain-delayed from Sunday to Monday, and uh, Ryan Blaney was able to edge out Ricky, Ricky uh, Stenhouse in a wild finish with Eric Almirola finishing third backwards. Did you see that? I did watch that, yeah. That, that was pretty interesting finish. It's like a demolition derby coming to the checkered flag. Like It kind of reminded me of my, my brother and I playing a little racing game. He would just yeah. wreck people. Yeah. Uh, next up for uh, NASCAR is uh, Cup Series doubleheader at Pocono. That's going to be uh, the first race, 3.30 on Saturday. That'll be on Fox and then Sunday at 4 o'clock on FS1. The Xfinity Series will race Sunday at 12.30 on FS1. And the trucks return to action Saturday at 12.30 on FS1. Hopefully you got all that. If you didn't, just rewind this and uh, you can hear it again. Sounds like so, they're going to wear out some pavement at Pocono this weekend. Well, they got a lot of pavement there, so they can do that. Uh, in the inaugural Great Lakes Traditional Sprints, uh, presented by CompCam season opener, Brian Rollman took his very first checkered flag in a uh, sprint car. It was his uh, first ever victory in a sprint car at Silver Bullet Speedway in Owendale, Michigan. So congratulations to Brian Rollman on that. Uh, we talked about this a little bit uh, earlier, the uh, Cometic Gasket Ohio Sprint Speed Week presented by Hercules Tires, uh, featuring, of course, the Ali's uh, Bargain Outlet All-Star Circuit of Champions. That schedule has been uh, finally set in stone, and it's pretty big. Have you seen it? I haven't. All right. Well, should we go but through you're gonna, it? You're going to tell me. Here we go. Uh, it's going to start off July 3rd at Attica Raceway Park, and I got a little uh, asterisk by that. We'll tell you. There's a little bonus incentive uh, for that race. 
Um, complete with nine events over a 10-day span, the Ohio Sprint Speed Week, Speed Week will visit uh, seven tracks throughout the Buckeye State. The nine-race campaign is expected to attract some of the nation's finest open-wheel competitors, all chasing a chunk of the $11,000 point fund, 4000 of which being awarded to the champion. Uh, after Friday's opener at Attica, they will continue with a double header on free at uh, Fremont uh, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, two races at Fremont Speedway. And then they move over to Wayne County Speedway on Monday, July 6th. Tuesday is a uh, scheduled rain date. I remember last year they had trouble with rain and they were just rescheduling tracks that were dry and it worked out pretty well at the last minute. Uh, but they have a built-in uh, rain date again on uh, Tuesday, July 7th. Wednesday, July 8th, Speed Weeks will visit Brush Creek in uh, Peebles. And then uh, Muskegon County Speedway in Zanesville on Thursday and Friday. Uh, July 10th, Speed Weeks will be at Portsmouth uh, Speedway, or Portsmouth uh, Raceway Park for the Dean Niddle Memorial. A uh, previous, uh, previously scheduled Sharon Speedway double header featuring the uh, uh, Lou Blaney Memorial and Justin Steiner salute to the troops will conclude Ohio Sprint Speed Week on Saturday and Sunday, July 12th, or 11th and the 12th. And uh, that a little asterisk about Attica and the opener on July 3rd, they have offered up a bonus for any 410 driver in the top 20 uh, in points at Attica who is able to win on July 3rd. They will get a $1,000 bonus. If uh, none of them do win, they will actually get a $500 bonus for the finisher that's highest as long as they're within the, the top 20 in points. Does that make sense? I don't think I said that right. Close enough. You know what I meant, though. That's that's all that matters. Did, uh, you, speaking, did, did you see that Larry Jewett has joined us? Maybe we hey, should Larry let him Jewett. know. Maybe Larry should know that uh, Millstream's looking for an announcer. Here you go. Isn't Larry in Florida? Yeah, but he could travel up here every weekend. That's fine. That works. That checks out. In his private jet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Larson's winning streak finally came to an end on Friday night during the uh, Indiana Midget Week event at Lincoln Park Speedway with Chris Windham beating him. That was his first loss in like a couple weeks. Larson finished second, and uh, Buddy Kofoid finished third that uh, race on Friday night. Larson did win the next night, Saturday, at Lawrenceburg Speedway. Uh, NASCAR uh, issued a statement on Tuesday about the uh, Bubba Wallace noose found in the garage situation, which has just been a, a big, uh, I, I'm not even sure what word I, I'd want to use to describe uh. it. It's been a big uh, conundrum, we'll say. Uh, here's the official quote on the results of uh, the FBI investigation on that noose that was found in his garage. The FBI has completed its investigation at Talladega Super Speedway and determined that Bubba Wallace was not the target of a hate crime. The FBI report concludes and photographic evidence confirms that the garage door pull rope fashioned like a noose had been positioned there since as early as last fall. This was obviously well before the 43 team's arrival and garage assignment. We appreciate the FBI's quick and thorough investigation and are thankful to the team or to uh, learn that this was not intentional race. Let me start that over. Thankful to learn that this was not an intentional racist act against Bubba. We remain steadfast in our commitment to providing a welcoming and inclusive environment for all who love racing. And then uh, Bubba 
issued a uh, statement yesterday uh, regarding the matter. He says, quote, I want to thank my team, NASCAR, and the FBI for acting swiftly and treating this as a real threat. I think we'll gladly take a little embarrassment over what the alternatives could have been, unquote. And then uh, just uh, this afternoon, they released a photo of the uh, the noose, garage, pull rope, whatever you want to call it. And uh, if you haven't seen that, we posted a picture on our Hammer Down Racing Report Facebook page, which you can scroll back and check out. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Um, so did you want to comment on that or can we just move on? No, I think we should move on. It's probably best. I, I, I'm about to uh, now forget it. So uh, the Dirt Car Summer Nationals are going to officially launch. We uh, mentioned this last week, but there was nothing official. But now they have officially announced this, uh, mm -hmm. which everybody had said last week it was going to launch July 8th at Brownstown, which that is true. 26 races uh, will make up the uh, Summer Nationals, and it will wrap up August 22nd at Oakshade Raceway. Uh, for more information on the uh, UMP Dirt Car Summer Nationals for both the modifieds and the late models, you can check out DirtCarSummerNationals.com. There's going to be two phases, I guess. They're taking a break there for the uh, uh, the Falls Prairie Dog Classic. Is that what it was? Yeah. I think that, yeah. So, And finally, tickets are on sale for the 32nd Annual Brad Doty Classic presented by Racing Optics. Oh, I kind of want to mention this with the Ohio Sprint Speed Weeks because – that wraps up just before the Brad Doty Classic, where the World of Outlaws now coming to uh, Ohio, and then they're racing the Brad Doty Classic at Attica on with that Tuesday, uh, July fourteenth, and then they go down to Eldora for the Kings Royal for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I think it is. So that's like that's like <laughs> a solid three week, busy week, yeah, yeah. And those, uh, you know, all those guys are going to be in the area anyway, so. Uh, anyways, as uh, I was mentioning, tickets are on sale for that uh, Brad Doty Classic featuring the World of Outlaws NASA Energy Drink Series, uh, Sprint Series. It'll be the first Ohio appearance of the year for the World of Outlaws. Those fans who have purchased reserved seats already will get their seats. However, no more reserved seats will be sold. There will be a limited number of pre-sale general admission tickets available through the World of Outlaws at uh, worldofoutlaws.com or atticaracewaypark.com and uh, click on the Brad Doty Classic banner. And that's all the news. Yeah. For um, oh, just, just Larry Jewett. Um, I understand too that uh, Millstream's looking for a flagman if you're interested. <laughs> all right, uh, Ron Miller, the official HR hiring coordinator for Millstream. Speedway. That's it. Last week uh, we played how many? How many uh, late models are going to be at Oakshade on Saturday for the Barney Oldfield race? This is your chance to win a. Big D's Pizza, uh, you can put in your guess for this week's how many, which I haven't told you what it is yet, so you might want to wait. But you can put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live. So if you're watching us live right now, you can go ahead and, and do that. If uh, you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or something, as long as it's before Saturday at, uh, we'll say, 5 o'clock, then you can uh, find, the, find our Facebook Live on our Facebook page. This uh, broadcast of the video will be up there. You can just click on videos and probably be the last one we did. And uh, you can put your guess in the, the Facebook comments. It's pretty cool. And you can win a Big D's pizza. Ron's laughing at something. It will never die, will it, Ron? Larry's, right. Larry's only foray into the uh, flag stand. Um, 
needed a couple of people to defend him from some unhappy racers. Oh, hey, I didn't have that problem in my one and only time doing that. Uh, so last week's how many was, how many late models were going to be at Oakshade? I just said that. The winner for uh, between you and I was you, because you said 38. I think I said 39. The Yay. actual number was 32. And uh, our online winner from last week was uh, Dustin Gearhart, who guessed 32. All right. So, Dustin, get with Dean Henry over at Big D's Pizza and uh, get yourself a, a free large pizza. So, if you want to win a free large pizza, this week's how many? Figure we pick uh, something a little different. How many 305s will be at Fremont Speedway Saturday night, part of the uh, uh, AFCS uh, series? They're racing for $1,000 to win at both Attica on Friday and then uh, Fremont on Saturday. But how many are going to be at Fremont on Saturday? 305 class. Go ahead and put your guess in our Facebook Live comments. Ron, what do you got? 27. Okay. And I didn't do any uh, prep work on this to see how many they had last week, which I probably should have. Would have made more sense. Uh, is Kathy there for a guess this week? Is she back um, from Florida? How many? Oh, her says 25. Ah. Uh, I'm going to go right in the middle, 26. Uh, boy, All you right. put yourself in a box there, Scott. Yeah, I'm going to – I haven't ruined it. I haven't ruined I, it. I'm going one. higher I'm or going lower. I'm going with 28. I'm changing Yeah, it okay. So uh, come on, 305s. Show up at uh, Fremont this weekend. If you got one, get out there. Uh, and uh, I did email Ryan Weekman. We did not get a weekend weather pit stop for this weekend. But – He didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. But it is supposed to rain late Friday. Here's my – this is me subbing for him. I think we're good Friday night at Attica. I think the rain comes later. Also, I'm not a meteorologist. This is me being wishful thinking. But I think it's supposed to come later, isn't it? The rain. It's supposed to rain Saturday night, I believe. Right. And it's supposed to be south from what I saw. I watched the news earlier tonight. Uh, so I think we'll be all right. It's going to be hot, though, uh, on Friday, of course. So dress appropriately. We're Warm, a little hot and sticky both days. Yeah. So tomorrow we're looking at uh, it might be a little if you keep an eye on the weather. Keep an eye on Attica's uh, Facebook page and everything as well. I think we'll be all right, though. I think it'll Use the WTOL app and you can uh, get a good idea of when, uh, when the showers might hit. And you can... Uh, Keep an eye on the radar and everything as well. And right now, the radar looks pretty good. See? We're, we're, there's nothing oh, there. it's beautiful. I, yeah. See? We're good. We're all good. Not a problem. I can, look out the, I can look out the window and see my weather rock has uh, sun shining on it. So, yeah. And Saturday, the rain's supposed to be moving out of here in the morning time. So, hopefully, we don't get dumped too much on. We'll be good for Sandusky, Oakshade, and uh, Fremont on Saturday night. Speaking of which, details yeah. about racing for this weekend. Uh, Friday night is the Burns Electric Edwards Jones of Clyde Smith Paving Night, featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 Sprints, racing for 4000 to win. 305s, as we mentioned, AFCS 305s, uh, racing for 1000 to win. And it's the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series as well, all going on at Attica. Gates open at 430. Racing at 745, 
General admission tickets are $15. That's Friday night, Saturday night. We got three different events to choose from. Sandusky Speedway has uh, modifies beginner stocks, Renegades, Pure Stocks, Pitgate opens at three, racing at seven. General admission's 12 bucks. Oakshade Raceway has night number two of the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series. Plus Sportsman Bombers and Compacts, gates open at three, racing at seven. General admission is 14 bucks. A special note here, originally this was going to be the uh, night of wheels, but due to the season getting pushed back and everything, that has been uh, canceled for the, at least this weekend. I'm not sure if it's going to be rescheduled or not. That's when they do a bunch of uh, bike giveaways. So right. That will not be this weekend, but it will be the Attica Oakshade Late Model Challenge Series. Fremont Speedway also in action with Willie Sales and Service Night, featuring, again, the Attica Fremont Championship Series 410 sprints, uh, racing for 4000 to win the uh, AFCS 305 sprints, 1000 to win for that, and NRA 360 sprints, and the uh, dirt trucks, which uh, I don't believe was on the Fremont Speedway schedule on their uh, website, but it was uh, posted on their Facebook that the dirt trucks will be in action. Gates open so at four. it was weeks, added. So I believe so. According to their Facebook, okay. Oh. Uh, General and mission. Now, all three of all three of those tracks are with fans in the grandstands, correct? Correct. Social, social distancing rules and yeah, limited capacity for for all right. Of them. Yep. So, which I know, uh, speaking to or talking to some of the tracks, they have. There's contingency plans if they happen to reach that capacity where they can put more people elsewhere. So don't be right. worried about being turned away. It's probably not going to happen unless something crazy happens. Uh, one other note, and I haven't seen any uh, confirmation or one way or the other on this, but a week from tonight, Waynesfield Raceway Park was originally scheduled to have the 12th annual Jack Hewitt Classic featuring uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, boss, uh, the Fast 410 Sprints, USAC D2 Thunder Midgets, and the 360 versus, uh, versus 305 Challenge. And again, that's a week from tonight, July 2nd at Waynesfield Raceway Park. Uh, I was unable to find any updated information on that that said if it was still happening or not, one way or the other. So if we get any updates, we'll post it on our Facebook page and or Twitter. So uh, that's all the news is fit to print. That's all I got, Ron. Again, uh, Thanks to Scott Warner joining us earlier tonight and making the big announcement about Millstream Speedway. Uh, it's going to be opening up probably toward the uh, end of August. The official date hasn't been announced yet. He'll be uh, putting out a schedule probably the end uh, of July, about a month from now. And uh, as soon as that first date is set, uh, we'll bring him on to get uh, all the details on that. Tentatively scheduled will be the 410s, 305s, and uh, some kind of stock and truck. Uh, class similar to uh, what the the hammers had done in 2015 right. 2016 yeah kind of a fine class so scott and his crew i i know that people would like to see have see things happen quickly but scott and his crew have got a lot of work to do as uh, as he outlined and uh, i just encourage everybody to be as supportive as you can and uh, let's make this time be the great time and you can also uh, follow what's going on and contact him. Uh, he's going to update his contact information on millstreetspeedway.net. Uh, you can also send a message on their Facebook page. And I think that's about it. Yeah. That's all I got. He gave uh, us his Twitter account, but I'll be darned if I remember it. 
I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, I believe it's on millstreamspeedway.net. I think they got links to their social media on there. Thanks to our sponsors here, the Hammerdown Race Report. You want to be a sponsor? You can do so. You can uh, give me a call, shoot me a message on Facebook, whatever. $30 will get you added to our little scroll down here and uh, mentions in the show uh, for uh, four shows, for a whole month's worth of shows. See, there's Ryan Miller going by there. Yay. Uh, we do PayPal, Venmo, check, whatever. Cash. We take cash. We do that. And also, something else I forgot to mention that's on that scroll, too. We have uh, clothing, apparel. Hammer Down Racing Report, officially licensed products. Uh, they're on sale right there. There it is. Zazzle.com slash store slash Hammer Down Racing. And there's a little uh, code there you can use to save some money. I don't really make any money on any of that stuff. I just put it on there because some people wanted stuff with the uh, Hammer Down Racing Report logo. So. They want to be as cool as we are. Yeah. Except for tonight, we're sport. I'm sporting the uh, Millstream Speedway apparel from the uh, late 90s. So thanks to uh, Matt Swander, Dave Kemmer. We'll give them associate producer status uh, yeah. for tonight's show. Romulo Race Cars, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. Got some tires from uh, him the other day, as well as uh, oil, filter, standard stuff. Sure. So if you need stuff, give him a call. We take care of our boys. Now, before we leave, did you say that this was the weekend you were going to Big D's Pizza? Uh, we were going to go to Big D's Pizza because my dad had won the uh yeah yeah the, the how many for a, a week or two ago no it was last week i believe uh but they kind of they're i don't know how to put this lightly they're of older age they're and, stay at home folks and it's a trip to get out there and i talked to dean he hasn't opened up the dining room out there yet so there we'd have to go out and there'd be nowhere for us to eat it making the trip out there and the old right. folks are into eating in the car I would have been fine with that, but when you go, I expect you to bring some some leftovers back home, Scott. Well, we'll do that definitely. <laughs> Speaking of Big D's Pizza, make sure to uh, mention the Hammerdown Racing Report. Save ten percent off uh, your order if you don't win the uh, how many pizza. You can still save money with the Hammerdown Racing Report. Just mention that. I know uh, Scott was talking. Scott Warner, the Millstream promoter, who we just had on a little bit ago, said uh, he was out at Big D's the other day. Thank them for uh, supporting the show. Uh, also, thank to Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night. Uh, you can check out their website, oakshaderaceway.com, for the latest information. And uh, Kester Mowing, give them a call for your lawn and landscaping needs. Mowing, seeding, fertilizing, everything. 419-466-3801. He could probably help you. My grass is starting to turn brown. I bet you he'd probably say water it, but he could probably help you with your brown grass. Got the sun shining on my camera here. There. Ooh. There we go. So, and uh, our newest sponsor, Millstream Speedway. We welcome them on again. Millstream Speedway to return to ra racing action later this summer, probably about uh, two months uh, away from uh, racing action with uh, 410s, 305s, uh, stocks, trucks. And uh, also late models will be out there for at least a show as well, uh, talking to Scott earlier. So if you missed the, our, our talk with Scott, uh, you can check out check our it. show again on uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google, iTunes, wherever. Or you can just uh, watch the video over again and have to look at our ugly faces, and we apologize about that. 
Oh, speaking of OK Google, she's listening to me, and my phone's said something about the 100 juiciest people or something. Not really sure All what right. I was saying. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Uh, technical difficulties is uh, preventing me from playing our outro like we normally would. Uh, so we're just going to say goodbye. Yeah, I guess that's it. We're out. Next week we'll be uh, live once again at uh, 7 o'clock Thursday night. Join us on our Facebook page. Make sure to follow us, like us as well, facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report. Pretty easy. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another show. Probably not a, another major announcement like this week, but. Next I'm week, sure we'll, and we'll be featuring another whole batch of technical issues. Yeah. I don't like technical issues. Ah. But, uh, I, I noticed that the background is actually showing on uh, my computer over there and on my little logo up in the, up in that corner. Yeah. It's showing up but on my screen. All I'm seeing is a, uh, a black background here check this out this is this is what i'm looking at right here see there's oh. ron oh, now there's two oh, yeah. ron yeah you can't see anything well, that's whoa that's pretty funky Woo! <laughs> it's time oh. to go all right we'll see you next week thanks for tuning in uh, to this edition of the i can't get my camera on now <laughs> let's go we'll see you next week support your local racetracks go somewhere this weekend there you go we out good night all you have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.